Hey everyone, thanks for watching the Thrillcast. And uh, so this episode is, uh, we're actually, we found it in the vault. We have to brush off the dust and uh, and uh, we, my bad, it, it's not from the producers or any of the team on the, uh, of the Thrillcast team, but uh, it just uh, got lost in the... Uh, the uh the interwebs and uh so with that uh this episode and uh yeah i apologize to trey hernquist uh, a amazing race car driver uh and uh he was uh did a couple races with the stadium super trucks so i want everybody to see what type of uh what what type of amazing uh you know, uh, man, this, this, I call him a kid, but he's not a kid. I mean, he's a man now, but anyway, I, I just want everyone to see what type of an amazing person this guy is. And he comes from a great family and just a, just a good dude. Here you go, everyone. I started from nothing. Never knew where my next meal was coming, but I transformed my life. I stay one step ahead. Mindset of disruption. I own the edge. This is a drill cast where I bring the wisdom you need. Everyone is selling knowledge. I get mine away for free. I'm as real as it gets. You either love or hate me. Best believe I'm major league. Bill Hines. That's me. This is the thrill cast. This is this is this is the thrill cast. This is. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Thrillcast. Today we have fellow stadium super truck driver and score uh, world champion. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. The, the only thing that you guys got to fucking know is that this guy is a champion in the desert and Baja and he'll kick your ass if you try to go racing against him. I know that because I raced against him and he kicked my ass. And uh, Trey Hernquist, welcome to the Thrillcast. Thank you, thank you. I'm stoked to be here. So, so tell everyone um, about like uh, we'll we'll start with Baja uh, and and like you race buggies and you race UTVs and the different classes and uh, what what is the one what is the class that you you won the championship in? Uh, class five. So uh, class five unlimited. Um, it's a Baja bug class. So uh, it's really tried and true from original Baja racing, like the class eleven, which everyone's really very familiar with. Um, but it's very similar to a class 10. Yeah. Like the trophy truck is they're saying is like most people are familiar with it. Yep. Or no? yep. Trophy truck. And then they have the class 11, which is the, like the tiny, very stock, uh, Volkswagen bug. And this yeah. thing's very, very far from that. Um, it's a full tube chassis race car. Um, we got a Honda K24 motor pushing about 230 ish horsepower. So, um, and two feet of, of travel up front and in the rear. So, uh, 33 inch, uh, general tires. So it's pretty awesome. How fast are you going? I had a buck. I had 122, uh, across the lake bed at the mid 400, which was kind of scary actually. That's moving. Yeah. For that. Right. Yeah. Whereas like a trophy truck, obviously you can go faster, but it's a bigger, yeah, more rules, like more suspension, I should say, and more movement and stuff like that. But for what you're, for, for what you're doing in that 122, that's scary fast. Yeah. I mean, it's a 105 inch wheelbase on 33 inch tires. So you can compare yeah. it to a two seat razor, basically same size as one of those. And I see you've got the general tires. Those are good tires, you know, and then, uh, the, uh, what type of shocks are you running in those? Uh, Fox shocks on those things. Fox, Fox has nice. been a great, great, uh, partner of mine for a long time. And also with my dad when he was racing back in the day. So, um, the relationship has absolutely, absolutely been amazing. And, um, their product is just next level. 
I mean, they just uh, made the new or designed the new uh, marking proving grounds, uh, which is a testing facility out in the desert, which I don't know of any other company doing that right now to be able to bring race cars there and uh, have all the engineers and uh, developers of the shock absorbers there with you to help tune your car to go the best through the bumps. So now they bring in obviously race car drivers in there to, to basically get in the vehicles and and test and then give the feedback to the engineer so they can kind of fine tune and set everything up. Yep. So it is at the moment, it is um, just held away and specifically for the race team themselves and for the sponsored uh, athletes right. that work with them. So uh, they bring in some of their teams there. The Polaris factory team has been there for the last few weeks doing a lot of shock testing with them, which has been pretty cool. Um, and I've got to go once or twice now and it's a uh, air conditioned place in the desert with lifts, which you can't beat. Yeah, an air-conditioned desert, you kind of want one and two in the same. So now let me ask a question. So you have these 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 partners as far as your shock on your tires. Uh, do they get a little upset or pissed off when you're like, hey, guys, I'm running SST, and there's like obviously, you know, we run a different tire in SST, we run a different shock in SST, and then, they, and then you're there standing there getting photo with the car or the truck, I should say, and then, you know, the, you could see the shocks, you could see the tires. Uh, do they get a little like, Hey, Trey, try not to put that in a photo with you because like fucking don't promote those assholes or something like that. <laughs> we de we definitely had, um, a little talk about that with Fox. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm definitely working on some things with the SST series, maybe bringing Fox to the SST series, which would be pretty cool. And, uh, maybe throw them on my truck. Like Ryan beat just did for long beach. He put Bill Steens on he his truck. So, um, might be working on something like that. And then on the other half of that, uh, my title sponsor, General Tire, um, is actually owned by Continental Tire, who yes. I'm driving for in the Stadium Super Truck Series, yes. which is uh, a really, really cool relationship between the two to bring off-road and on-road together. Yeah, it's a lot of people didn't know that, that Continental actually does own or acquire General Tire. And uh, obviously, um, you know, we could talk about that, but um, so continental probably doesn't have as much as a big issue as if it was like you were sponsored by toyo or one of them other ones but whereas interestingly you mentioned ryan beat because he was able to do that and he had the bilstein shocks and i asked him how he felt and he says yeah man i i i, I kind of felt like you know i knew how to drive it better because i'm used to this type of shock and how it responds so i don't think robbie or anyone would have a problem even other drivers if you had your own shocks and your own setups um so I, I actually like that. I like the fact and shit years ago, we could even pick like, Hey, we were given a choice. Would you want your continentals mm -hmm. or Toyos? And I'm like, man. And Robbie's like, once you pick it, that's the tire you have. Cause I was like, well, on wets, I want this on dry. I want, con so like me, I was like, wets, I want the Toyos and, and dry. I want the continentals. And yep. uh, Robbie's like, once you pick, you pick, but then watch this though. The continentals, magically i don't know what it was became really good in the wet and then now it hasn't mm -hmm. rained so we you know whatever but um so yeah all in all now we don't even have toyos anymore um but uh i i like i like the fact that if you could have multiple shock manufacturers multiple tire manufacturers uh because for years uh driver burt jenner was trying to get gladiator tires on and robbie was like nope and gladiator would have sponsored Burt's truck for like he they would have gave him as much money as he needed. But like you gotta run yep. our tires. We can't have a gladiator truck with Toyo tires on it. And Toyo was like, nope. So I'm glad it works out for you and stuff. So coming 
coming from where you came from, uh, you know, winning championship and and and, and off road, and then coming into SST, obviously it's off road but on road. It's like an off road yep. truck but on road. Your your first race, in in my opinion, was very successful. You didn't crash in anything. You finished very well, and you just keep like from your first session to your second session, like you kept getting better and better and better. And it's like, oh man, this guy's competing from day one. And it's no shock to me or even like Ryan Beat or the people, be, uh, Robbie, because we all was like, okay, this guy is a champion. So it, it translated. So what to, what what would you say was the most shocking uh, for that event weekend at Long Beach where you came on board? Like what about the truck? What about the racing like in, impress you the most or shock you the most, like any of that, and or even like pissed you off the most, you know, like all the reins of emotion. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it was it was a crazy emotional roller coaster to be honest with you, and I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I talked to Sheldon a little bit before I came. I talked to Gavin, and um, I talked to um, Miles Cheek as well. Um, all before I came in there just to try and figure out like, what the heck am I getting myself into kind of thing? And, uh, there (laughs) seriously, that's all they basically had to say was pretty much just figure the thing out in the last three laps. Good luck. And, um, I realized that really quickly. I mean, first session I went out there and I thought I was going to be a cool guy and go follow Max around and try and pull the hotlines. And I got to turn three or four, I think, and he was gone. And I had no idea. I was like, all right, this is cool then. Like, I guess I'm just going to figure this thing out. And um, slowly but surely, just trying not to wreck anything and trying to actually just figure out where to place the truck. Um, The biggest help for me, honestly, I built a simulator. And I've been, it helped a lot to download Long Beach before that. And to figure out all my breaking points, I put a Pro 2 truck inside there with, turn the sway bar off on the thing. Because I knew these stadium super trucks like to three wheel and everything like that. Um, and, um, I had just gotten back from testing with Robbie and Max, uh, in North Carolina. So I kind of had a feel for the truck of what it should have felt like. Yeah. So I downloaded long beach and, uh, threw that truck in there and it really helped to figure out my breaking points. So come around for, um, and all the lines and everything like that. Do you but say that was accurate though? Was- do, do you think it was accurate? Like, were you like example going down the front stretch at long beach where pit lane would come out and then the rumble strips and we're about the 550 ish we're on the brakes there were you saying you were like hitting you know that spot on that one or even like it wasn't exact because the exact was truck close? Isn't in there yeah it was close enough for me to figure something out to know like okay I don't need to drive this thing into the 200 mark or something like that like I got to really check up a well, little Well if you sooner. did that you'd be in the runoff cuz <laughs> There's not a track that's on, like, if we're in third gear pinned, you better be lifting around the 600, applying the brake around the 550, and then on it at the five, because if you go later, you're in the runoff, or you're in a tire barrier, yeah. And that was the craziest thing for me that I'll get to next is just the brakes on these things or something like I've never felt before, but the simulator, yeah, it helped me uh, really get the feel for the track and try to figure those things out of where I needed to go. And, um, I'd never hit a jump at speed, which was kind of the weirdest thing for me. I mean, around you've been, I'm sure you've been to Robbie's facility out there in North Carolina. Yeah. yeah, I practice there all the time. Yep. Yep. 
And so uh, we hit the jump there 40 ish miles an hour, 40, yeah. 50. It's not like hitting it at a hundred, like we do on the front straight of long beach. So the second jump, it took a little bit of getting used to what I had to do. And I was still figuring it out. Yeah. Cause you got to gather it up, but yeah. I was still figuring it out during the race. I mean, I'm sure you've watched some of the videos and things I was, I nosed over hard a couple of times and, um, it's just such a finesse thing with these things. It reminds me a lot of my dirt bike, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, but these trucks are just an absolute animal. And I was surprised at how well the continental tires hooked up around the street circuit there. I oh, kind of thought the truck amazing, was be right? pushing through the corners and stuff like that. Yeah. It, it's, it's truly mind blowing. Um, and the grip, and that, yeah. The grip on like a left-hander or something. And you're on like three wheels. Those continentals are amazing. You know? it's crazy to me. And the other thing for me was I'd never been on a street circuit before in a big car. I, I've raised go-karts before and grew up racing go-karts and do a lot of that kind of stuff around, but in a full size vehicle, the braking points and how, how much body weight the car transfers and things, it, it's just astronomical and you can't even compare it. So those first couple laps were mind blowing. I, I definitely gathered myself up a few times, but figured it out. Um, and yeah, you did. Then you it figured, was, you did figure it out. That's true. <laughs> then it was right into day one. And, um, I mean, day one was, I'd had no idea what to expect. We were sitting in a driver's meeting and I was kind of thinking, Oh, some other driver's meeting. We drive out there on the front street. And, uh, Robbie said that we could get out of the trucks and, um, jumped out of the truck and, I look around like, what the heck am I doing right now? <laughs> and oh, uh, for race got, one, yes, for race one. Oh, and you saw the fans on the fence and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty crazy. It's because in Baja, it's a totally different as, uh, like aspect of things. We see fans lined up along the fences like that for the first five, ten miles or so, uh, right when you're out of town. Um, yeah. And then it's just scattered locals that are out in any places on the course. I mean, campfires and random stuff, but I'm not really used to seeing that or even having walls to be honest. Walls um, and a hundred thousand was... fans screaming at you. <laughs> yeah. it, it's, 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 uh, they do such an amazing job at long beach. It's one of my favorite races and, uh, yeah, they do such a good job. And it's funny that you talk to Sheldon. I'm really good friends with him and, Sheldon will always say, like, when people ask him about SST, even when – I remember I've known Sheldon since he's, like, 14, 15, 16, right? And even to this day, he's like, what do you think of stadium super trucks? And he loves them, but he'll go, oh, it's so sketchy. That's his word <laughs> for SST. He's like, just so fucking sketch, you know? But he's got such big balls. He doesn't care. He'll just pin it, you know? But it is. It's it's it's. I say it's uncontrolled chaos because when you hit that jump – and I was telling other people, when you hit the jump, like you don't, in my mind, I always go, hope I land. <laughs> you don't yeah. know. Like, it's like, you just don't know. Like, you know. And that's the craziest thing with it. I went off, right. I followed Binquist off one time and he nosed over onto the bumper. I just saw sparks coming out from underneath his truck and I'm still in the air. Like, there's nothing I could do right now kind of thing. Um, oh, if someone's in landing, front of you. Yeah. If someone's in front of you and they do something you're fucked you're just like uh-oh yeah i mean you found that out <laughs> yeah oh yeah well he was behind me and he just pushed me off but but that's funny because oh, that's what that was and then race two when that happened you know i was like all right i was doing pretty good me and miles were doing okay and then i went into pit lane and i was just sitting there i was just watching and i saw you i'm like oh 
like it was exciting to watch you. I obviously I don't like watching the race from pit lane. I like being in it, but seeing that from a different perspective and the shit, the some of the jumps, I was like, well, that kid got balls like you. And then that the Burnquist guy, I was like, okay, like I was thinking, you have balls, but that other guy was just like he wasn't he wasn't smart about it. Like you were at least being smart about it, and the way you were jumping, he was just like full sends and not setting up his truck, but see, at least you know how, like, obviously you hit jumps in the desert, right? And whoops. And well, they're not like, I guess they're not like jumps, but they're bumps that you get air with. So at least, you know, like, okay, I about to check up for this one or if not, especially in UTVs where they kind of, yep. They definitely like the nose over and stuff like that. And that was the biggest thing that I realized that transferred from my off-road background is just being comfortable with the uncontrollableness or uncontrollness or sketchiness yeah. or whatever you want to call it of the car yeah. kind of thing. Just being uncomfortable with the car all over the place the whole entire time and knowing how to drive a car like that. It was definitely weird on a street circuit. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but it, we, it was an absolute amazing time, but those breaks were, that was something that was pretty gnarly to me. Uh, I went to the floor the first time down the back straight chasing a bunch of you guys i got all excited coming through the draft and stuff and um you have to pump the brakes in these trucks because uh, we're going so fast we actually bend the rotors on these things randomly just a little bit but enough to push the pads apart so when you're going down the straights at these speeds that we're doing it pushes these pads apart so if you come into the corners and you don't give it a couple pumps um and then go for your full uh braking you're just going to go to the floor with nothing there and i did that once and it was a little hairy <laughs> well that that you probably were like what what's going on here and then i'm sure you knew to yep. pump it back up right yeah definitely it was kind of just like an instinct of it but uh it, it definitely took me it took me a second to like okay calm down take a second and remember what i need to do and that was the biggest thing i realized in those trucks was keep myself calm the calmer i was the less racy and aggressive i was in some areas um, around the corners and on exit mostly with throttle control and things i found i was going faster um instead of just trying to light the tires up sideways and all that kind of stuff you're going slow so yeah slow is actually fast in these trucks and especially if you can carry the speed into the corner and it, yep. if you listen to like a Sheldon or a Matty Brabham or Robbie Gordon, a lot of times people are like, wow, they're not even on the throttle. Like they're not, they're not going back to power until they're like three quarters away off the apex. So like literally they get their braking done and it's just like flowing it in so nicely. And that, that to me is like, okay, anyone new coming in when they figured that out, cause you know, all weekend, I think you were the only one that actually figured that out as far as the new guys. And I, I, Miles is not new, so that's not – I'm not saying Miles, okay? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate these. that. Yeah. <laughs> but for you, but for the other guys, the, go, the one guy was like, wow, man, I'm, I'm, I'm skipping, I'm hopping. I'm like, yeah, because you're getting on the power. One, you're over-slowing, and then you're coming back to power too soon, so you're hopping, and then you're just going to – then then you're pushing into the wall. So it's like, eh. And he's like, well, is it better to be loose or, or, or tight? And I'm like, ah, I prefer loose than tight. <laughs> you don't want to push into a concrete wall, <laughs> right? Like- Seriously, dude. And that's that was one thing. That was my goal all weekend was to keep that truck in perfect condition. Yeah, um, did, not, yeah. not break a body panel off that thing, not bust a bumper. Try try to just get my laps in, get every lap in, and gain experience. Um, I, I'm 
I'm really excited for Nashville next month. Um, that was my next question. I was yeah. gonna be like, with yeah. that being said, obviously you liked <laughs> it, and I was gonna you stealing my thunder, man. And I was gonna say, uh, so obviously you're coming back for uh, Nashville, and then uh, with that being said, so obviously you're coming back. You want more, and most people do like when they race SST. I was we, we had other guests today on different other episodes, and I was saying, man, you could finish fucking tenth, twelfth in SST and be like, wow, that shit was fun. And that, that to me is like, as long as you're having fun in it. So like, yeah, obviously more fun is winning and getting a nice prize money check, you know, or top three and getting a nice prize money check, but shit, just finishing that. No, because there's people that don't finish those races. They get wadded up or something, but you're coming back to Nashville. Uh, we're going to have another stacked field. Um, you're like, how, how did this deal come about? Like who's on board your truck? If you're allowed to say, like who's backing you? Who's sponsoring you? Obviously, General Tire slash Continental Tire. Um, I don't even know where General. General is more of a car tire, right? Or the, yep, it, it's more of a truck tire. The truck, uh, yeah, the truck tire, the SUV, yep, that, yeah. Yep, yep, SUV tires, truck tires. They're working their way into the more street side, kind of like how Continental is. Continental is yeah. on the upper echelon of uh, really high end race street tires and things yeah. like that for. BMWs, Porsches, all that kind of stuff. I got the uh, constant contacts cool. on my car. Those are the best ones right there, man. Our boy Marco sends them to me. Just ship them to Mercedes and put them on. <laughs> put some hoops on me, baby. Yeah. That's the man. But yeah, man, yeah. Nashville, I couldn't be more stoked about it. I've been putting in a lot of homework and uh, trying to better myself to come out there and actually be swinging. Day two on Sunday at Long Beach. I felt like I was there. I was chasing down Robert towards the end of the uh, race at the end there and uh, made one mistake that kind of pulled me out of the pack, which I was pretty bummed about. Uh, but overall, felt like my speed was there. And uh, there were just a few things that I needed to work on. So I've been working on those, putting a lot of time in, um, been doing some go-kart racing and working on the sim as well. And um, I, I can't complain about it all. I'm super stoked to be there. Like you said, Continental Tire, be back on board. Uh, don't know if I'm officially allowed to say yet what the next sponsor will be on the hood, uh, but it's going to be a really cool one. It's a really op really cool opportunity for me to work with uh, such a high-end and uh, globally recognized company now. Cool. Um, so can't wait for the next steps into being Asheville come, uh, what is it, August 5th and 6th? Is that right? It's a month from now, yeah. Yep. Yep. Five weeks or something like that, depending. I'm ready, yeah, it's going to be exciting. I mean, honestly, the first time you race that, like, we're going over each bridge. Like the first time you're at speed going down, like when you're going away, you're coming down the bridge. And you're like, all right, this is fucking sketchy, and you're making a hard, like, literally a ninety degree turn. It's like okay, but then when and you're like, ah, oh, nobody. Then you're coming back, but it's longer. Me, I, 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 I'm fine coming back over the bridge, even though it's longer. And I don't know if you saw the latest social media clip where, like I say, I'm like, man, <laughs> that guy came from another zip code. And he did. He was like, to me, that braking zone's easier than on the other way because you're kind of like, you know how they say, get your braking done in a straight line? It's almost yep. next to impossible to get your braking done in that straight line. And okay, you're doing it, but then you hit this massive bump. And you know when you're hitting oh. bumps under braking, what your tires will start to lock up. So mm -hmm. it's it's such a tricky – that's such a tricky corner. And I try to give people advice on that. I said, listen, man, just like 
like obviously your first couple laps in practice, you're not like winning anything on that. So just figure that out first and then work your way up. And then the last like 10 minutes of qualifying, then go for it, you know, try to get in a flyer or something like that. But man, like, I, I think that's some of the sketchiest thing when you're on the brakes hard and then you hit a bump and you're in the air and you're like, <laughs> it's like, and as you know, the brakes suck. Yeah. And I mean, Long Beach had the same thing. I mean, I'm sure you remember down the back straight down there. I think it's going into turn nine. It's full of uh, manhole covers down the oh, left yeah. side tires. Yeah, you're right. Oh yeah. And that, yeah, that side. There's like five or six of them. If you're right up against the wall and uh, I got to, yeah. I got a little sketchy there, but yeah, I'm glad you said that though, because I was kind of worried more about the corner coming back over. So no, I wasn't be- even thinking about the corner coming into it. I was kind of just checked that off my brain. Like that was nothing crazy, but all right. Well, I guess you're, I'll think about that then. You're co- when you're coming down back over there, you, you, you literally could be flat until you're like bridge is concrete. You can literally yep. hold it flat almost until the asphalt and then just lift and then like uh-huh. coast for like a hundred yards and mm-hmm. then get on the brakes. Okay. So like, it's cause I mean, and then, and then you're fine. They could just cut and then, then that left-hander kind of flows. It, it just, hmm. it, but if, if you try to like, if you're on the gas all the way, even into the asphalt zone, then you're really on the brakes. Like you're so on the brakes, your back end is that doing that like Bambi on yep. ice shit. Like, cause obviously with our brake biased, mm-hmm. like we're almost like 75, 70% toward the front and the back end gets really loose. So yep. that's why I, to me personally, and even like Brabham was telling me and Robbie was just like, Hey, let the truck settle itself down, just lift. And that, like, so you don't need to be like, and even Paul Morris, an Australian race car driver, won Bathurst. He's like, Bill, take it this way. You don't need to be – it's not either or. You don't need to be on hmm. the gas or on the brake. You could be on nothing. So just let it settle itself down and then get back on the – you know? Well, awesome. So. Yeah, I'm so freaking pumped about it. I've actually never even been to Nashville either. So uh, I'm going to stay a day after the race and kind of go to a little sightseeing and uh, be a tourist as well and uh i'm looking forward to it it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a really fun time don't do what uh uh we me and steven were talking about this um brett's son what's his name thomas what was his first name i forget uh yeah um i'm not sure either well i think he, it was just yeah i think it was justin or something like that yeah. well he came over from australia he was racing sst first time ever and uh, he had more fun at the bars the night before the the second race, and uh, yeah, he 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 couldn't answer the bell for the that that last race there on that Sunday, and literally uh, his dad had a, and his dad did race in SST back in 2015 with us, broke his back though, literally broke. I'm not even kidding. People's like, oh, are you joking? No, no, like, literally he left in a fucking ambulance. He he went away in an ambulance. And uh, we never seen him again. And then he shows up with his son eight years cool. later. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean that's not my deal whatsoever. My yeah, no, I didn't think come, so. They're going a week. They're going a couple days early to go hang out. That's when their schedule works. But uh, they wanted me to come in early. But 
I'm there for the race. That's what I need to do first. That's what my job is. And so uh, I'm flying in, I think on Thursday afternoon or Thursday night, and uh, I'm there for to go racing. Uh, we're not doing any sightseeing or anything like that yeah. until Monday, at least I fly out on Tuesday afternoon. So works yeah, out. Yeah. I, I could tell just from your character and obviously I met your dad and everything. And uh, yeah, you're, you're there to race. You're a racer and uh, <laughs> you, you weren't like, you weren't, you're not flying anywhere to go drink at a bar. Like that's not your character, man. And, uh, that's why all the other drivers, they really liked you. They were like, yeah, this is a good kid. And, uh, sorry to call you a kid, but you're like, you could probably be my hey, son, you know? So it's probably what it is. I am tw- yeah. so I'm 23. Yeah. I'll be 24 in a couple months, which I'm pretty you absolutely could be my son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. yeah, I mean, it's been awesome. I've been racing now for shoot racing cars for, 11 years now it it, it wow. i kind of have to pinch myself and kind of realize it i'm like dang it's it's been a long time and done a lot of really cool things and uh, had a lot of cool opportunities that have come about it so obviously you mentioned earlier your dad raced so would you contribute or or would you say that um that a big influence in your in your life was your father or like is that how you got into racing and and like who do you i don't say blame for for you know being in racing like uh you know and i blame you know i mean that in like a, a more of an endearing term a good you know, way yeah. yeah in a good way yeah yeah oh yeah 100 percent. i mean my dad's he's the right hand man in this uh i like to call him my agent sometimes when it comes to some of those things but it's pretty cool he still races with me at the Baja 1000 every year for some of the awesome. long races we throw him in for the start which is pretty awesome or the finish whatever he really wants to do but uh he absolutely loves it uh this he he couldn't imagine to be anywhere else and same with me so uh he grew up racing he's been a general tire athlete since the early 90s which is kind of cool wow. um and yeah so kind of bringing on the family heritage through all of that and uh, been working with a lot of different people over there and have a great relationship with the Hernquist general team. It's awesome. That, that, that's amazing that, uh, so when you see somebody like Robbie Gordon and Max Gordon, like you and your dad are like, yeah, we know what that's about because we're doing it too. And this is what we're doing. And obviously they had, you know, Robbie's dad before him, Baja Bob Gordon. So like, I I love that about the off-road community. When you, you see that a lot of teams, you know, like the uh, Riley Herbst and, and, and Cole Potts and, you know, all the guys, you know, but it's such a family affair. And Robbie was always like, you gotta come to Baja. You gotta at least come pre-running with me. And he's been begging me for years. And I'm just like, I got no time. He's like, you gotta make time for that. So, um, how how I will how, advocate with him on that. Yeah. Is it that is it that badass? Is it that like such a good time? It's on another level of things. I, I physically can't describe it in words. There's nothing to describe it. The place is magical. I mean, at least I could put that to a word, but um it's another dimension. I would at least say to go pre-run because then you don't have to deal with all the stress and all the BS that goes on with the race and everything. Uh, if you don't want to deal with that, but the pre-running is my favorite time ever. You get to go down and uh, you got a couple of your buddies and a couple of different cars and you guys are down there doing it. Your love, you're, you're hunting out lines with, uh, you got, we usually run lead nav and, uh, we have Google earth open on an iPad and a bunch of different things. We're out walking lines and stuff. And I mean, I have a chainsaw in my car that I cut down trees with and stuff. So there's a lot of secretive to it. There's a lot of strategy and it's fun. Uh, you're out there eating tacos three times a day and, um, in some crazy hotel that you'd never think you'd ever sleep in with cold water. And Steven's like, look, sounds fun. 
my, he's like <laughs> he's, he's like oh where do we sign up bill let's go to that race and you might have met steven at my at the at long beach he was the videographer on site there oh awesome see and that's what i loved about coming to long beach and seeing is off-road it is such a different aspect of things you're in the wild west you're on your own whatever you have with you in your car is what you have to fix your car. I mean, who knows if your chase guys can come get you over top of this 10,000 foot mountain kind of thing. So that's the really cool part that I like about it. Um, But SST was on the total opposite of that, where everyone's in collared shirts and all the crew guys are really clean and fit. There's all white suits and everything like that. Um, And it was a totally different atmosphere for me, which I really enjoyed. I, I like to think I'm, more of a clean cut button up type of uh, person or guy you could say, but I do like to get myself dirty in the desert and spend a couple weeks down there and um, eat tacos. It's a great time. I definitely would advocate for with Robbie on that one to go down there. It's, I mean, if you have an invite with him too, that's the ultimate guy to do it with. Oh yeah. Open invite. Yeah. He got the helicopters and shit like, all right, time to go. So See, that's the like, way to do it right there. Yeah. I'm not that high class or anything. I still got to drive seven hours after I pre-run. So 300 yeah, miles. Not, or yeah. Something. Ravi's like, get, get me out of here. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. You said you had a chainsaw. So now when you're doing that, is that to like, okay, I'm going to basically create a line here that I need uh, that I'm going to race and I'm going to know where this is. So I'm going to open up a path for me and nobody else is going to know about this. Is that, is that kind of like the key? And if you, if you did that, what if somebody came behind you pre-running, is it possible that they're going to have the same path that you have? So that's the cool part about pre-running and everything is, yeah. So that's exactly the main narrative behind it. So in off-road desert racing and uh, down, mostly down in Baja, we race uh, from VCP virtual checkpoint to virtual checkpoint. Um, and, uh, we have a, uh, 500 foot radius, uh, off the course to kind of do what we want around there. And there's a bunch of different lines usually around there. So it's about doing your homework and figuring out what is the fastest and smoothest route for my car from VCP to VCP. Um, trophy truck lines are definitely different from my lines because they can, they're looking to carry momentum and they can plow through four foot deep whoops and things like that at hundred miles an hour, where if there's a little bit smoother line, I can carry more speed through that line. If, even if it's an eighth a mile longer. Um, but that's the cool part about it. So there's a lot of strategy behind it. I mean, I'm not going to spill all my secrets and everything, um, that I've learned, but you, there's a lot of strategy behind it about hiding your lines behind the bushes or in other things like that before race day and, um, figuring out what's going to be the best way through. And, um, then yeah, hoping that no one's going to find them or, uh, doing it enough, or maybe even just walking it. So there's no tire tracks there. And, uh, people are pretty savvy about seeing where people turn around. I mean, at least I am, I look for turnaround people and tire tracks and things that have turned off the race course. Like, Oh, what are they looking for? Kind of thing. Um, so different aspects and things like that, but it all just comes with learning and driving down there and spending time in the desert, learning it all and walking it, which is really cool. But which is what I love about Bob, because you can go down there and spend your homework and I could beat by someone by 20 minutes by lines. Um, if they're on the normal race course, if, and then if they don't pre-run, so it goes back and forth with a lot of different things and you can save the car, make passes. So when you say, so if, if it's, say, virtual checkpoint to virtual checkpoint, and you said you have a, from the, I guess, center line, you have 500 feet either way. 
or off of the race course. So whatever the, oh, they yeah. they mark a race course, and off of that race course, we can go wherever we want, pretty much to that PCP. So five hundred mile, five hundred feet, should say, back yeah. like left and right off that line. Yeah, five hundred feet. So, uh, did, what what happens if you're at like five fifty? Do, uh, do you get a time penalty? Do you get disqualified? Do you get like, or or is it like, hey, you're only fifty feet over for ten seconds? We're not going to fuck with you. Like, is it is it something like that or no? It goes back and forth. It's whatever the promoter at the end of the race, what kind of mood he's in, kind of thing. And when he pulls your Stella, how many people have been cheating that day, and how many people haven't? How many people have been cutting lines and stuff like that? It, it really, who knows. It's when you don't know, and that's the cool part about it as well. You don't know, you know, you hate all your virtual checkpoints and everything, but when you cross the finish line, you can be announced the winner unofficially, but the re- official results don't come out till the next day and w- until they check they all check the trackers. And, oh. mm-hmm, check all that different stuff, check speeding on the highways and things. Cause uh, we're marked at 37 miles an hour on the highways, which is the uh, speed limit down there in kilometers. And so it's a really weird wow. speed limit to try and stay at but yeah so a lot of different speed limiting things and uh, there's a bunch of th- so many different um avenues and uh, factors play into it that i i love it you have booby traps from the local that oh, you yeah. never know what's going to be down there kind of thing Bert jenner was telling me he was racing with his dad one year and he literally the dad's like oh, i'm gonna go through the water and he goes dad that's not water that's not water it's and it winded up being like sewage and they went in it and it was, yep. he's like, Bill, I had like, it was in my mouth. It was everywhere. It was disgusting. And then one year he said they went over and they went in this thing and there was literally, he goes, Bill, I'm not shitting you. It was a refrigerator on the race course. I was like, why would they do that? He's like, some locals will sabotage the course because they find it like they'll sit around a barbecue and they think it's funny. Yeah. So, that's I always crazy. check up when I see a bar, when I see like a fire or something like that. And then I had a ton of locals or a ton of people standing around somewhere. I'm saying, there's got to be something bad or they're all really drunk. I don't know which kind of deal. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a crazy thing for me. But racing down there was such a different aspect of racing um, than SST. Well, maybe next year I have to call up Robbie and be like, all right, I'm ready to pre run. I'm gonna stop being a wuss and just make it out there, get make some time for it. But and then I'll I'll see you with your chainsaw doing something. Like I know what he's doing over there. So hey, I'm I'm sure Robbie has one as well. Oh yeah, Robbie probably got a crane or putting <laughs> Robbie. Robbie's probably dropping trees after like if you did your line, he's probably dropping a tree on your line. Like, but there wasn't a tree here. Or there wasn't. If he finds it. Yeah, exactly. Like so. <laughs> But yeah, so what are you most looking forward to in in uh, in uh, Nashville uh, uh, next month? Nashville, man, looking forward to it. Um, I'm honestly looking forward to doing better in the truck, and um, I have um, I have some good goals. I think uh, for me is set out, which I'm excited about. I want to get I want to be top five, uh, which are my goals around there. So. Um, on race day, I don't know about qualifying and practice. I got to figure myself out there, but uh, that's my goal for race day. So we'll see what comes with it and everything. But I'm going to take it day by day. I'm going to. I'm a positive guy. I was pretty bummed um, on the first day of Long Beach with my performance, but I'm going to make it the best it can be. I'm excited. Marco's going to be out there with us, which I'm super nice. stoked to have him out there again. So um, it'll be a lot of fun. That's where I'm just looking to do is have a lot of fun with all you guys and 
that's the name of the game, right? Just like what you said earlier, if you're not having fun, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, that's the main thing with SST because we're we're obviously a, a entertainment. Like obviously we're racing; it's real racing, but we're also there to put on a show for the fans, and I think we do that just as good as any form of entertainment in the world. And uh, the fans love us. They they come to the as you saw in Long Beach, like they they're twenty, thirty, forty, fifty deep at the fence, and they're they're ready to go. And uh, from what I saw from you, like every session you did, you just got better and better and better. And you just like, you know, that to me is important. And and you were keeping it clean because, you know, some new guys come in and they just crash two laps in and what did that get them they didn't get any practice they didn't get anything so you're smart about that so but other like robbie me Matt, all, all the veteran drivers we, we you know that are in our series we like that like that you didn't come in and just say oh i got this and then because the drivers that do that and i'm talking like there's guys that came in from nascar nascar truck series like that they would jump in or indycar and they're like oh i'm so good i'm a professional and then they just a lap in, two lap in, they're causing a red flag, and they're like, "What the fuck, guys?" Because that hurts us too. From we want to get practice, so you didn't do that. So like you, you people loved you right away, man. So I appreciate that, Bill. Yeah. I really do. So, so yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, and uh, so if you want to throw out who your sponsors are right now, not the not the new one, but anyone <laughs> else, and and uh, well, your social media and uh, like where people can find you and uh, that's that. And that's if uh, Steven or Dan have any questions other than that, like that's what we like to end with. So you got a chance to like say who you're obviously continental slash general tire. So most definitely, I mean, they're number one and I just want to thank you as well for having me on. I'm stoked to be here and talk about race cars and everything. I couldn't be more stoked to be on here, hanging out with you guys and everything. But yeah, just like you said, continental tire and uh, general tire as well. Number one people that have backed me since day one. So couldn't be more thankful to have they're those so guys good. on there. They're so, and, uh, I was, yeah, they're so good. I was so happy when we went to, to continentals over Toyo. No offense against Toyo, but man, continentals. I'm in the same boat with you. I'm in the same boat with you. So, um, yeah, I mean, Marco's been taking absolute great care of me. Um, I absolutely, I love that guy. So I'm stoked to be on the team and everything, but yeah, I mean, general tire box shocks has been on board with me for a long, long time as well. Uh, method race wheels and, uh, Baja designs lights, really the other big one that followed me along. Um, and secondly, Schaefer's oil, I've been working with them. I think they're going to come hang out with us. It's a new England company. They're the oldest oil company in the world. Uh, which is pretty cool. So they've been a sponsor Sweet. of mine for the last couple of years. Uh, do a lot more of the heavy equipment side of things and nice. a lot more of the uh, commercial boat and uh, stuff like that. But they're getting their way into um, more of the off-road scene and uh, more of the actual car scene and uh, consumer side of stuff. So uh, they're going to come hang out with us and stoked to have everyone on board. And thankfully, uh, most importantly, I mean, my dad, he's been number one for the back he's of a good since dude. day one. Yeah, allowing tell. me for to be able to do this i mean this this sport isn't cheap that's for sure uh thankfully i've brought on some really awesome companies to help offset that um and uh bring me to the next level which has been really cool but um i'm excited for whatever comes next and uh looking forward to nashville and uh then later on the ball and thousand this year which is going to be fun so awesome well, we look yes, forward sir. to watching you so where where can people find you and follow your journey on social media uh, is it uh uh, at Trey it's just going to be Trey Hernquist. Yep. It's just Trey Hernquist, right? As you guys see on the screen right there, pretty simply Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. We're on all of it, which is cool. So, awesome. uh, and we'll also put links. 
we'll put links on everything. Oh, perfect. I appreciate that. But yeah, I'm working better, working more on the YouTube side of things uh, to try and get some content pushed out. So I look forward to all that kind of stuff and uh, look forward to seeing you guys in Nashville as well. Yeah, that's key. Like you got to put more content out because I I know you just put a video out and that was, I like that video. That was awesome. And you know, people like you're, you're, you know, a great dude. You race really hard, really good. And, and uh, you know, I, I think, people are going to love your content, especially if it's like you're racing hard nose and you're going for a win all the time. You're not like, yeah, I'm just going to be fine at 15th place or something like that. Or yeah, you, 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 you're, you're a guy that I know is like, I'm going for a win every time I'm going to go try to pull the pass. I'm not just going to sit here. Like it's time to go. It's time to go. And, uh, but yeah, so I'm excited to have you racing against me and racing against everyone else. Cause you're just going to help us put on a better show. And, uh, thanks for joining us. Take care, everyone. I appreciate it, Bill. Later, guys.